After four years of being removed from the public eye, Chris Envy, the fearless leader of Dynasty Wrestling, is once again making his return to the professional wrestling world. This is the Envy Me Podcast. This is the Envy Me Podcast. Taking you through the rise, fall, and rise again of one of the Northeast's most respected pros from in the ring to out of the ring. Brace yourself to hear some of the most insane stories ever told. And you'll get them right from the source. Real, real, raw, raw, unfiltered. This is Envy Me, a Dynasty podcast. Co-hosted by Travis Manning. Now, here he is. This is Chris Envy. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Envy Me, a Dynasty podcast. I'm Travis Manny, alongside the Chris Envy. What's going on? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? We also have someone else What's here up, today. Buddy? We broke the bank, got ourselves a producer. Welcome, Breaking Ryan. Yep. Thank, Thank you, sir. Thank you. <laughs> Hold your applause, brother. You're yeah, only yeah. here for today. Hey, you know, I'd hit the applause button, but I forgot where I put it. <laughs> uh, if only we had a producer. Yeah. Uh, well, well, he, he's, well, he's there. No, um, you can't always knock it out the park on your first day. Yeah. <laughs> Not our first day. So what's up? How's everything been since the last time we recorded? <laughs> it's pretty uneventful. I was trying to think of what we actually did. We spent a lot of this weekend just cleaning up around the house, getting back to normal after the holidays. Yeah, my house is a fucking mess. Yeah, pretty boring. Not much going on. Spent a lot of time with the the wife and kids. Did some grocery shopping. You know, regular life stuff. Um, did do some planting of seeds. Mm. Not and we ain't talking. In, we ain't talking in the garden. Although. <laughs> That is coming, but not yet. Yeah, we we planted some seeds this weekend. We'll um we'll see how they yeah, grow. Guys, don't forget this is a dynasty podcast. Wink, uh -oh, wink. Uh oh. Uh oh. Well, in the world of, I'm so confused. I don't know if that was like a sexual thing or if, <laughs> or if he's growing or if he's growing weed or. Oh, I, I mean, had me, and then you lost me. Then you kind of had me again, and then I was like, "I, you lost me." It's whatever you needed to mean to you to pay attention and tune in every week. That's what I meant. Now I'm lost. <laughs> <laughs> he's growing weed, y'all. He's, he's growing dynasty weed, guys. It's happening. <laughs> superplex, superplex, Kush on the way. That shit is purple. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's get back to uh, some wrestling talk because the internet fucking broke. Vince McMahon yeah. is back. Yes, it did. But he forced his way back into the chairman position. Um, he kind of strong-armed Oh, I got to look that one up. And, uh, you know, he, along with that, he brought a couple of uh, couple of people that were formerly on the board as well. Um, They're yes-men. The word you're looking for Exactly. Is yes you know, they were there a couple years ago, and then they got fired kicked off and then he came back and brought them with him now i want to know chris with him being back what does that mean for the wwe because clearly he's coming back to sell the company or to force his way back into you know some kind of creative position or something what is your take on that um i i feel like it's a bad spot for wwe overall um not necessarily for the employees they'll they'll have contracts now a lot of the contracts are guaranteed um, but as a wrestling fan, I feel like he came back 
not because he didn't like where it was going, because if he doesn't have control, he doesn't want anyone to have control. So if the rumors are true, he's going to sell. I really feel that's a bad thing for WWE and wrestling as a whole, because right now, WWE top of the mountain, everybody knows it, whether you like them, love them, hate them. They are the top. They are the best. They are the upper echelon. So whatever they do, other people From are going to use them as the barometer. You know, right. Exactly. Exactly. So if they end up selling, look what happened when TNA sold. Look what happened when Ring of Honor sold. Big multimedia conglomerates don't give a shit about wrestling. You're just another spoke in the wheel. So if they're not making money because they hit a downward spiral, as you, we all know, wrestling is cyclical. Yeah. If they hit that downward spiral, they're not going to give a damn. They're going to be like, all right, get rid of it. Unload it. And it's just next next man up. TNA was great. And then it became impact. Nobody cares. It's on and access. It, Nobody it cares. Was the same and thing with, amazing with WCW with the Time Warner merger and stuff. Right. It, they exactly. didn't, it could have been right. the best product in the world. Somebody yep. within the company said, I don't want wrestling here anymore. And it was gone, you know, which obviously mm -hmm. if you're mm -hmm. buying WWE, you're, you're buying it because of what it is like that. That's not just a, right. you know, wash right. away company. What he did is he basically told them that he would not sign off. Now, Vince is the control. He owns the most controlling shares. They can't really make decisions without him. He refused to sign off on any kind of new TV deals that are going to be coming up unless they brought him back on. But he also kind of said that, you know, he does not intend to dive into the creative part and mess with anything that's going on management wise. I feel like he's going to try to fucking slide himself back in there. And now if you're all of those people, those, those, those wrestlers, those employees that he got rid of, which a lot of them came back under the new management, they had guarantee contracts when he fired their ass the first time. You know, how 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 sure. good do you feel about that? I, I feel like him even being back in a chairman position, you know, just on the board has to fuck with morale a little bit. I agree. I absolutely agree. It's like having that boss that you hate gets transferred to another store and then comes back after you've all talked shit about him for months. Yeah. Yeah. But like, this is the be... boss that also like touched your wiener. <laughs> I mean, how much am I getting paid? And without you asking him to. And now he's back. How, how... How much am I getting paid? I mean, for, the, yeah, for enough you know, zeros on this for check. The, this for the right amount of dough. Just about anyone. Hmm. You get paid all right, but you don't get health insurance. <laughs> but also the people that he touched are no longer with the company, which is why they're, at least as far as we know. I mean, there may be some people there. We don't know that he actually did it, but right. I mean, you know. But whatever. like everybody saw what he did back in the days on TV. So he, he probably, he, he probably did that yeah, shit. He has done some suspect yeah. shit. Yeah. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're gonna kiss my ass, pal. <laughs> Put your my lips TV. on my cheeks. <laughs> he just came back too. Coincidence? Yeah, he did. Oh, that that's wild. He called Tony and was like, uh, never mind. I'm coming <laughs> <Yeah>. back. <laughs> so about that, you know, I, I, I decided I'm gonna I'm gonna leave, you know, let my son stay there alone. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to impact. Yeah, so the Vin the Vince shit is wild. Um I mean all we can do is kind of sit back and see because I have a feeling that that company's getting sold this year anyways. He came back with intent to sell the shit out of that place and pretty much like what you said if I can't have it, neither can you guys. Goodbye. I still right, right. he and I, he structured that company in such a way that literally he can never be ousted. As a businessman, I mean granted, okay, as a businessman, I think he's a failure, but as a wrestling businessman, 
I mean, there's yeah. a big difference. I was going to say, big, yeah, because if you talk like, you know, XFL and all his other ventures that all failed miserably. WWE New yeah. York, the restaurant, the the bodybuilding, the music label, the movie studio. I mean, we can go yeah. on and on. But it can't be overshadowed yeah, that without Vince McMahon, there is no wrestling the way you see it today. True. At all. True. There is no Tony Khan. There is no Impact AEW. None of that. Like. I mean, right. why, why does he get all the credit for for just that? Like, why for creating? But it wasn't Nitro wouldn't have been a thing, but WCW still would have been a thing. There still would have been other wrestling. Yeah, but he the what? I, you don't I think can't somebody e- would have eventually got wrestling on TV? I everywhere? don't. I don't because he pushed the Crockets into bankruptcy and to sell their company. He pushed all the territories to sell or merge and eventually sell off that old whole the you know territory system would have stayed in place as long as it could until somebody like vince it didn't have to be vince but somebody had to come along and break the mold and vince did that and he did it so fucking well to the point where there were no companies other than wcw and wcw was a thing for less than a decade less all right uh you can thank chris envy for that pause we are back though so I'll go fuck yourself. Duly noted. <laughs> we were talking CM Punk. CM Punk, after listening to FTR's new podcast called FTR, brilliant name, he had mentioned that he wants to come back and work something out with AEW. We talked about CM Punk last week on the podcast. Our thoughts on how we feel about him and how about him coming back. I think it's where, needed. Fill me in. Where did you hear this? And where did he say this? Dirt sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it, it may not be true, but from what I heard, he's very close with uh with Dax from FTR, and I feel like Dax can help bridge that gap to get him back. And maybe he didn't say that. What I read in those wonderful dirt sheets is that he wants to come back and work something out. FTR stands for Fix This Relationship. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Touche. Uh, if you Google search CM Punk, it does say he's back in the gym amongst a return, an imminent return to AEW. Um, AEW contract buyout was overhyped and not true. I mean, this is first stuff as soon as you type. I just typed in CM Punk, not return, not nothing. CM Punk in strong position for AEW return. So, I mean, it looks like he's, I mean, he's under contract. You want to make money. You're not, they're not going to let you go. They're not going to buy you out. Cause why you sit right. home and can't ever wrestle again, or you come back, work for us and get paid. Might as well get paid. Now we have heard for years about things happening backstage, whether it's Goldberg and Jericho, whether it's Jericho and Lesnar, <laughs> Jericho and somebody else. <laughs> You see the trend here, Uh, but altercations happen all the time. Granted, that one was excessive and it was pretty wild. Now, what we do here, though, is we when we talk wrestling, we're talking independent wrestling. You know, Dynasty is an independent company. You have been in independent wrestling around the scene for a long time. What kind of altercations or interactions like that have you personally seen? And how were those handled on an independent level? Because I imagine they were handled quite a bit differently. So the biggest difference is, I mean, yeah, there's always fights, disagreements. You you hit your shit. You you know you potatoed me on this disagreement. Ten minutes later, you guys are fine. You're you know outside smoking with each other or whatever. Um, the difference is there's no press at independent shows. Um, 
you know, Booker T getting in the fight on the plane. Like all these things come out way after the fact because there's no one else there. Right. Wrestlers keep their mouth shut for the most part. I'm not running to Facebook. And even if they do, all these little bitches that want to put shit on Facebook and what happens in the locker room, they don't tag anybody else. It's always real cryptic. Mm-hmm. You know, like a bunch of fucking middle school bitches. If you want to call someone out on social media, call them out on social media. Let everyone know who it is. But in indies, they don't do that. You're not calling anyone else out. You're not going to call out another promoter. You're not going to talk shit about somebody else you actually want to fight because it's not going to happen. You're going to risk your your $20 payday and a handshake with a, you know, and a hot dog. You're going to risk that to blow up a fight? No. There's no press. Nobody does press conferences or scrums or whatever you want to call it. At Scrum. these big events, those people are there. You know, WWE, they probably, there's agents backstage like nobody talks about this or you're fired. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to lose my job. AEW, well, all press is good press. So, I mean, I think the biggest the biggest difference is there's just no press. There's nobody there. There's no no one on the outside who wants to spill the beans to get themselves over. Okay. So, I'm sure you've seen some pretty intense altercations, though. Yeah, I've seen fights. I've been in fights backstage. All right. I, spill uh, the beans. What's the most intense uh, one you've seen? Uh, there was a, a trainee, Keyshawn. I don't remember his last name. Keyshawn. Uh, tall black kid from somewhere near Albany. I'm not sure. He went out, went to end the match because they were at their time. And in wrestling, you're supposed a good promoter will give you a time. You get your, your match done in this amount of time. You can't just go out there and everybody do whatever the fuck they want. So when you're close to your time, your timekeeper should alert the referee. If the referee is not keeping track anyway, and he'll tell the ref, a good referee will tell the guys in the ring. Hey, you got five minutes. Hey, you got two minutes. Hey, it's time to take it home. So Keyshawn was trying to take it home. And his opponent did not want to take it home because he still had to get his quote unquote shit in. So about getting your shit they ended in, up brawling. You know, when I was young, I was the same way because that's what people are going to, they got to see my cool shit. They got to see yeah. my cool stuff. You're not working. If that's the case, if you don't have the, the crowd in the palm of your hands throughout the match, listening to them, if it starts getting quiet, change up your shit. Cause it's not working. Um, but they, they went to the outside because Keyshawn's like, fuck it. I'm going to get counted out. Started walking to the back. So then the opponent got mad, not knowing what was going on, went out of the ring and they started fighting like legit fighting. He's trying to throw Keyshawn back in. Keyshawn's trying to walk out. So then they started throwing hands. They got to the back. We didn't separate it. Throw hands. An average fight, a real fight lasts about 30 seconds. Get it out of your system. No one's getting choked out. No one's getting their arm broke. No one's trying to shoot. You're throwing hands. You're gassed. So we let him fight. It was not 30 seconds. It was like, I don't know, three minutes. Oh, damn. Fighting over the table, getting knocked over, people changing, they're falling on them. It was awesome. I mean, I, I sat back, watched. I went and grabbed some popcorn from the concessions. We're, I mean, we're all sitting back watching like, oh, shit. I mean, if nobody's really in, in any imminent danger where they're going to get seriously injured, let them fight. Get it out of your system. It's not professional. I wouldn't allow it at a dynasty show, but... I mean, you're young, you're fighting. One guy's got the right idea, but you didn't communicate it. You know, you're out there dancing. You got to have, you got to talk to your partner. And if you don't, I mean, I had somebody go out there. Uh, I don't know the name of the move, the uh, the corner spot where Samoa Joe ducks under like a clothesline and then he picks you up with one hand, slams you down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was fighting Tyrone and uh, the timing was off. I went up when I was supposed to go up. He did not. So then he went down and went up a second time and threw me down on the back of my head. The worst concussion I've ever had in my entire life. And they wouldn't let me in the locker room. Um, and that was, uh, I, I want to say it was PPW. Early days of PPW. I'm not sure. 
but I wanted to fight for real and they wouldn't let me up there. And then when they finally did let me up there, my head's ringing. I'm seeing spots. I was I say, was you just, weren't in I'm any condition home. to be, <laughs> to be, uh, no, there. no, but I didn't know. Yeah. Ryan, look forward. No, he's, uh, under the influence of some medicine. Oh, who? You. You. What? He said, you look bored. I said, no, nah, yeah. you're just high. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> all right so we got we got ryan on here this week and going forward and he has a uh pretty interesting take we talk about older wrestling occasionally on this podcast and uh his take on that is that it doesn't hold up which i call bullshit i think the attitude error is still the greatest era of wrestling wcw is still my favorite that era of wrestling had some of the greatest moments ever in wrestling. But if you go back and you watch it, 75 to 85% of the show fucking sucked. The wrestling sucked. I ain't giving you 75%. The characters sucked. It was it was lame. It was corny. I ain't giving you 75% when you're a fucking AEW fan. I'm a, if it's cool, it's cool fan. And when the WWE does cool stuff, I tell you that it's cool. Oh, that's cool. Recently, that recently, stuff, I think that Logan Paul stuff is pretty damn cool. I think that was a brilliant idea. It was Roman Reigns was. stuff is really cool. Sami Zayn hilarious. Bad Bunny awesome. I'm not giving you Bad Ooh, Bunny. I, I like Bad Bunny. <laughs> I think Bad Bunny would get his ass kicked in a real fight. <laughs> Logan Paul, I'll give for... you. He looked like he could actually fight, but Bad, Bad Bunny, he did good. He did. He performed well, but so did Snooki. Not no. Whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not going to let you, you put any Mr. Envy. I'm not going to let you disrespect him like that. Okay. Because if, if Floyd Mayweather can come I, in and beat up the big show, Bad Bunny can catch a quick one, two, three. No harm, no foul. I like the Bad Bunny. Maybe thing. He's just... <laughs> all right. Well, let's get back to it. I, I agree that not all of it holds up today. There was some wild shit that happened. I'm not giving you 75%, but I do agree that not all of it holds up. But how do you feel that that error still holds up today for the most part? You don't got to get Obviously, I, there's no error of wrestling where it all is, you know, everything holds up today. I feel like everything would be scrutinized now. If you were to just put that old stuff on TV now, it would be torn apart by the critics and they cancel culture would run WWE out of business. So it's hard to say. I mean, a lot of the stuff that was on TV to Ryan's point was doo-doo. And I was a WCW fan over WWF through and through. I wasn't initially, we talked about Mm -hmm. that last week, you know, old school eighties, early nineties. I was WWF got away from it, came back, found nitro. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I fell in love with everybody. I fucking hate Hogan. (laughs) I hated him then, hate him now. Fuck that man. I love Hogan. Racist. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that guy. But... <laughs> Sorry. Ultimate warrior all the way. Um, whoa, whoa, but whoa, whoa. I think a lot you're of a stuff... fucking wrestler. Did you just say you're ultimate warrior all the way? Yeah. Notoriously yeah, one like, of the worst wrestlers of all time. Wrestler or entertainer? Yeah, I guess he was a hell of an entertainer until he had to step through the ropes. I mean, look at Hogan. Hogan's one of the worst wrestlers ever. Have you ever. seen Hogan's Japan work? For entertainer. Hogan could wrestle. Has anyone seen his Japan yeah, work? you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have. Yeah, you had to search for it. Nope. Though. You had to search for it. It was on it. my not, not it was on my Twitter thing. Yep. Well, your algorithm sucks. But let me tell you, Hogan could but, wrestle. Hogan, but he had Hogan to was Japan, restricted or they'd break again. to just be what he was. Because it, it sold right. Warrior couldn't. If he had to, he couldn't wrestle. Okay. <laughs> like 
Hulk Hogan was not restricted against Shawn Michaels. First of all, I know you're a, a Shawn Michaels fangirl, but that was bullshit, yes, okay? That was the most the unprofessional shit I've ever seen in my life. I agree. It was unprofessional, but I, I agree. Hogan sucked, too. Warrior was way more entertaining. Hogan, Warrior was, was that generation's Goldberg. Come out, beat the shit out of a jobber in three minutes, and run back to the dressing room. Yeah, I mean, he squashed Triple H. The only time he lost was when he fought real wrestlers like Rude. Yeah, because he would have got his ass kicked. Ravishing Rick. Yeah, he would have. <laughs> but he looked great. He was like a superhero, though. But anyway, if you take a lot of that stuff from WCW and, and you watch it back now, a lot of those guys like Disco Inferno. Disco back then, when, when it was hot, was just a wrestler. Now, Disco's a dummy. Everybody shits on him because it's cool to shit on Disco. But he was on TV more than anyone else. Every week, Disco I don't was necessarily on. shit on Disco for <clears throat> what he did back then. I feel like people think he's a fucking dummy now for his personal takes podcast. in the podcast. Yeah. Right. But that is what you're going to look back at him right. as. You're going to have that connotation in your head and then watch right. him. He was, ring, you're like, but he was fucking schmuck. Fandango before Fandango was a thing. Right. I, right. I love Disco. I Everything thought he was been done is, great. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I feel like a lot of that stuff, we're going to look at people like like Alex Wright. Alex Wright is like a young William Regal. <laughs> you know, like all these guys, we're going to look at Glacier. You're going to laugh him out of the building because of Sub-Zero, but at the time, it was kind of cool. Well, even like, like Bischoff talked about that, that was, <clears throat> that was too late even at that time because right. they were about right. three years too late on that. So he was he was made, yep. you know, that was a joke from the moment he came out, just because by that point, right. you got the NWO out there, <laughs> and you got fucking, yeah. you're pulling out a, a Mortal Kombat character. Yep, yep. I bet you Glacier, in the, at the end of the, the early 90s run, when there were still characters like Kane, Undertaker, when those guys were still debuting, he would have been, like, way up there on the yeah. card. When Mortal Kombat was still hot, he would have been huge. All right. So if well, if sure. you listen to the podcast, we uh, this is episode number five. So if you listen to one through four, you s- notice that we did a, a little thing called this or that through some shit at Chris. He'd answer. Well, that's gone. We killed it. Goodbye. We're now bringing you what we like to call dirty sheets. Dirty sheets. Dirty sheets. Play some music, Ryan. <laughs> no, no music. <laughs> A relaxed ass is a happy ass. But if it's a tight and unrelaxed ass, it's an unhappy ass. Yeah. So what Dirty Sheets consist of is we are scouring the dirt sheets of wrestling, seeing what they're talking about, what's going on. We're gonna it's we're gonna do a similar thing. We're gonna throw a, a couple things at Chris. He's gonna give us his, like his take. You, yeah. yeah There's some more scenarios. Yes. With that being said, scenario number one. I'll cut that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chris. Yes, sir. Here you go. Vince comes back to creative or Vince stays strictly in a corporate capacity. I think he's going to stay strictly corporate because his focus on money and selling the company. I, I think with Triple H remaining in creative as the, the uh, all hands on deck meeting says, 
Um, he's still going to have influence and input. I mean, you go, you know, I'm sure you guys talk family dinners and stuff like, well, why don't you try this this way? I don't think that's really his focus right now. I think he's kind of mentally let go and he wants to be done with it completely because if he can't have what he, if he can't have it his way, he doesn't want to have it at all. So he's being a big baby. Yeah. Take your ball and go home. This is my company. If I can't have it, nobody can, pal. All right. Here's another one. CM Punk. He stays gone or Punk comes back. He teams up with FTR and they face the elite. He's definitely coming back. I feel like he's definitely coming back. It'd be foolish not to, whether he stays there or not. I mean, he's going to be on the shelf a couple more months with an injury. He's probably already got a year in. So what's he got left? Half a year by the time he comes back of this contract? Um, I think he's definitely going to come back eventually. I don't, as much as we would all love it, I don't think AEW is willing to be that transparent with it and have that match happen. I feel like it could I feel like it would draw. It would definitely main event any pay-per-view. But I don't think, I think if they agreed to work together, I don't think it would be a very good match because I think they're both going to be overly cautious, both sides. Overly, not FTR. (laughs) That's not their style. But I feel like the Bucks would be extra careful. Punk would be extra careful. You don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. We could harken back to that, uh, what we talked about earlier with the the Edge and and, uh, Matt Hardy thing. That was very real at the time, and they still did business. At the end of the day, it you're was. there to do business. But that was a lot more personal. Right. But I feel like if he does come back, you can't go any other direction than to have him going at the elite. Like that, that is that would change the course of AEW. I think that would put them you wanna you wanna break a million every week? Put that feud together and, and your your numbers are going up. I can't argue that at all. I agree hundred percent. Sticking with AEW, Mr. Max. MJF, Maxwell, Jacob Feinstein, Findelberg, <laughs> Friedman, Fieldhammer. Does he go to WWE or does he stay in AEW in the great whatever they're calling it of 2024? The bidding war of 2024. Well, I yeah. guess that depends on who owns WWE at the time. Yeah, things could change. Like, I feel like if it's a big company, they're not going to be, they're not going to give a shit. They're not going to care the way a family does, the way the Jarrett's cared about TNA and the way the McMahon's care about WWE. They're not going to care. They're going to be like, oh, he's worth, he wants this much money? No, it's fine. Fire him. <laughs> Get somebody else. I mean, that's what WWE, the con, WWE con just did. He got rid of everybody that was making big money uh, on the lower tier, but big money. Get rid of them. Like, let's, it's a cost cutting measure before and then you brought sell. brought them all back. Because you look at your, <laughs> right. brought them all back. Con wouldn't have brought them back. And now if they're going to sell, how many people that are making good money are going to be let go shortly, probably in the next yeah. six months? Making good money, they're going to get rid of you. I think he, stays, he might sh- sign a short-term deal. Um, there's too much up in the air with WWE I, don't, I right personally now. don't think he's going anywhere because I don't think WWE would know what to do with an MJF. Yeah, good. he'd be going out there on Raw telling the crowd they have poopy breath or something. Like, yeah, like they would. Have him it, doing, they'd ruin him. Oh, it'd be terrible. So now You'd be like, you know what I think of this town? It stinks. Oh yeah. So next, we're going back to WWE. Does WWE sell? Now this this is the question. So we're not we're not talking any of the other companies. It's a hypothetical. WWE sells to Saudi Arabia or WWE sells to Tony Khan, the Khan man. When you have that kind of money, <laughs> you can you can find ways to make money. You can find other investors, but McMahon's not going to sell to a Khan on principle. It's not going to happen. That's why Bischoff didn't get it. Yeah. Just not going to happen. Uh, I also saw that uh, 
Netflix was an option. I saw Disney. I think Disney is going to get it. NBC Universal. I think NBC has the, from what I read, has the most working capital of any of those companies that, you know, as far as I think it was a hundred and something billion dollars. Over yeah. Disney? It was like 115 or some shit billion dollars. Really? And they already have a foot in the door with Raw being on USA and the network being on Peacock. Peacock. Can we even call it the network anymore? I mean, it's just the WWE cock. I mean, it's really just Damn Peacock. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's what it is. Yep. We pulled no That's the name here. of the episode. The WWE cock. <laughs> yep. I concur. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. Shit. All right, guys, that's all for uh... <laughs> Wow. What a riveting segment. Well, that's that that's that's dirty sheets, man. All right. We we threw a few at you. You gave us your take on them. I had a few and hours out. To, to to try to to try to do something here. It's my first day. Yeah. All right, boss. Listen, he said it's my first it's day, man. Oh stop. I it. didn't get an employee handbook. You just you, I was listening to you guys talk to each other, and you guys were just like, "Oh, I hate the young bucks." Yeah, me too. Ugh. Let's kiss each other because we hate the young bucks. And that means like, you like, "Yeah, me too." Let me jump like, in on oh, no. Just fucking he's, agree with each other. He's sucking young buck ring cock over there. Oh, why do you use that word? It's so dirty. Penis. Cock. <laughs> well, let's do a little bit of a little bit of housekeeping <laughs> over here. All right, you guys can find us at nvmepodcast.com. That's where you can find all of our episodes, the archives. It's extensive. Um, so go there, check us out. <laughs> Subscribe to our YouTube. <laughs> you can also find our YouTube on our website, nvmepodcast.com. Go to videos, click on a YouTube um, video, and then subscribe there. Leave some comments, interact with us. Also, wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it is Spotify or Apple Podcast, follow us and subscribe, and then go on there and leave us a review and rate us, please. It helps more than you know, and we appreciate it so much. That is all that we have for you guys today, right here on Envy Me, a Dynasty Podcast. Envy.